This is episode one of the Manifesting Mama podcast with me, Maria Sira, your host. In this episode, you will get the lowdown on who I am and why I want to help you manifest your best self. Hey, welcome to Manifesting Mama. This is Maria Sira, and I am so excited to kick off this, my very first ever podcast. For this episode, I want to take some time to introduce myself. I'm going to give you a little bit of background on me, a bit about my life, how and why I got into self-help, meditation, manifestation, and all the great stuff that helped to shift me and helps me to continue to grow each and every day. I want you to know that I'm building this podcast to reach as many women, and in particular moms, who are struggling. Because when you're in that low space, you are so very good at covering up those feelings of loneliness, being tired, feeling overworked, underappreciated, and just depressed. So let's get this podcast started. I am a 46-year-old mom of two boys. Jathan is 13 years old and Joven is 10. I have been married to my husband, Rick, for 15 years, and we have a 7-year-old Rottweiler named Diesel. My husband runs his family business where he manufactures cabinetry for kitchens, bathrooms, custom cabinetry, and some mill work as well. My father-in-law started this business 35 years ago when he was still new here to Canada from Punjab, India. We are a very proud multicultural family as I am from an Italian background, but both my husband and I were born here in Ontario, Canada. While my husband goes off to work every day, I am home with our kids, and in our home, we live a very chilled-out life. It's an unschooled learning type of home. Now, before anyone gets all bent out of joint about what that is, I will gladly explain it to you. Unschooling is allowing our children to learn and become educated through their own interests and their natural talents and their natural abilities. They get to work at their own pace, no pressure, and every day is unique. We encourage our children and we help them to choose the best options for themselves. Now, I was an older first-time mom. I had my first baby at 32 years old. Being an older mom, you think I would have been a little bit more confident as a parent. But the truth is, 13 years ago, I was a completely different woman. I was nervous, shy, zero confidence, and not a whole heck of a lot of self-worth. So I just followed what everyone else around me was doing with their kids. I thought becoming a mother would bring me such joy, and I would love every snuggle and giggle and walks with the buggy. But the reality of that was there was more sadness than joy because I was always tired. Now, maybe there are some of you out there who had an easy baby. But when you experience the tougher baby, the colicky baby, the non-sleeping baby, then you and I need to be friends because that was my experience. My son Jathan was the child who never slept. I would rock him for 20, 30 minutes, and he would take a 10-minute nap. And he was up every few hours through the night. He wanted lots of love and attention, and because he was a 24-7 needy kind of kid, I was always stressed and tired. And don't get me wrong, I loved him so much, but it was rough. As he got older, he always amazed me at his natural talents. 
He was so smart. He still is. Physically, he was the strongest little guy who literally could do a ton of chin-ups. He could hang from the monkey bars forever, and he believed with all his heart that he was Spider-Man. I remember him wrapping tape around his hands and feet so he could try and stick to the walls. He was always one of the strongest readers in his class, and he was so quick to learn how to ride a bike, rollerblade, skateboard, ice skate, you name it. He took horse riding lessons a few years ago, and of course, he was a natural. Anything he tried, and anything he still tries, he always learns how to do it quickly and accurately. Now, Jovan was born almost three years later. And even though I always wanted to have my kids two years apart, God had a little bit different plans for me. I did get pregnant on my perfect baby schedule, but I miscarried around six weeks. It was such a surreal experience. It almost felt like an out-of-body experience when the doctor told me. After that devastation, I put all baby plans on hold because I was so afraid it would happen again. My husband and I decided we needed a vacation. We just wanted to relax. We decided to just let another baby come to us whenever God thought it was the right time, and we wouldn't plan anything. And that's just what we did. A few months had passed, and we found out we were pregnant again. The doctor had scheduled us for a dating ultrasound, so off we went. I remember this so clearly. The technician called my husband into the room, which made me so scared that she was going to tell us some bad news. But when my husband stood at the end of the exam table, she turned the monitor to show us baby A and baby B had great heartbeats. What the hell was she talking about? She said, congratulations, it's twins. I almost fell off the examination table. Twins? I was so scared and nervous. I remember thinking, how am I going to be able to take care of twins and a two-year-old? Almost right after that appointment, I started to have issues, and three months into my pregnancy, I miscarried baby A. From that moment on, I was at high risk and had the worst pregnancy ever. At 22 weeks pregnant, I experienced something called PPROM, preterm premature rupture of membrane. What does that mean? It means my water broke at 22 weeks. Doctors told me I would go into labor within 24 hours and give birth to my son. They also told me he was not of a viable age and that they would not try to save him after his birth, as the probability of a healthy life and survival rate was very low. Again, it was like an out-of-body experience. I was numb. I cried all night and decided then and there with my husband that if this baby didn't make it, I did not want to try for more children. He agreed, and we just waited. After 24 hours, I didn't go into labor like they expected me to. I spent the next seven weeks away from Jathan, on bed rest, in the hospital, until Jovan was finally born at 28 weeks and five days via emergency C-section. When he was born, he weighed just two pounds, five ounces. After Jovan's birth, a whole new world opened up for me and my family. You see, with my water breaking at 22 weeks, Jovan had no amniotic fluid for most of the pregnancy. 
Despite the steroid injections they gave me while I was pregnant with him, his lungs were still severely underdeveloped. The first 72 hours after his birth were critical. If Joven could avoid brain bleeds, blood clots, and breathe with the help of the CPAP machine, we could see some sort of light at the end of the tunnel. But the chances of that were slim to none. We were reminded daily about all of the deformities and delays he could develop because of his extreme prematurity. And of course, there was the possibility of death. But my husband and I never believed Joven would die. Despite what all the doctors and nurses told us, we just expected him to come home. When? That we didn't know. We just knew it was going to happen. I know now that we manifested his good health in coming home through our belief, knowing and visualizing him healthy and running and playing with his brother. But then, we didn't know what we were doing. We just didn't listen to the doctors. What they said literally went in one ear and out the other for us. After six long months in the neonatal intensive care unit, Joven finally made it home. But we weren't in the clear just yet. He came home with oxygen and a feeding tube surgically placed into his stomach because he couldn't bottle for long periods of time. His little lungs were still developing, and because he was so delayed, he just couldn't suck on the bottle, remember to swallow, and keep breathing. But I was happy. My family was finally all under one roof. But it was far from easy. Nutritionists, physiotherapists, oxygen deliveries, monitors. God, I don't even know how we survived. It almost seems like it was all a bad dream. But it wasn't. It was our reality at that time. Now, Joven is perfectly healthy. He does have some muscle tone issues, but it's nothing some focused exercise can't fix. He is also a computer whiz. He loves coding, creating, and editing videos for YouTube, and is an amazing reader, just like his brother and his mom. So much has happened in the last 20 years. I lost my father to cancer nine months before my husband and I were married, and that was a huge turning point for me. He was only 59 years old and went from not feeling well to a stage four cancer diagnosis and passed away just 10 days after being admitted to the hospital. It was at that time that I began learning about natural healing. I have no idea why. I just had this voice in my head telling me to look into it. No one in my family believed in it. I had no idea where to look, and by the time I found someone to even see my father, he had already passed away. Life is so very short. We waste a lot of it in sadness and in misery when we can be living and celebrating life. Okay, so you're probably wondering, so how did you get into meditation and crystals? Well, I got into meditation, crystals, sage smudging, uh, natural healing. All of this really got started because I was helping my son, Jathan, through a very rough patch back when he was in grade three to grade six. Right up until all of this started, we were living pretty normal, taking the kids to school, fighting with the kids to do their homework, and after-school activities. You know all that stuff. But in third grade, my son Jathan began having a hard time. School refusal and anxious behavior. It was a very scary time for us. It was that year that my sister-in-law, Kindy, introduced us to meditation, sage smudging, and crystals. Jathan was very drawn to it, and so was I. These techniques not only helped Jathan through this rough patch, 
but they helped me too. The calmer I was, the calmer Jathan was. The issue with him went on for a few years, and I started feeling like a failure as a mother. I had little to no connection to my husband and just needed something for me. I came across a personal development program with Bob Proctor, and this is where my introduction to mindset and manifesting began. My life began to change. My eyes were open to a different way of living. I don't know where I saw the program. I can't even actually remember. But now I know I attracted it to myself. When sixth grade started, Jason was a new man. I thought we were turning this around, but that didn't happen. And not because he didn't try. He pushed hard. But the school system is flawed, and he was, he was just falling through the cracks. And to be perfectly honest, I had just had it. I was sinking into a depression. I cried almost every day. I was packing on the weight, and I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. I couldn't help my son. The school was no help, and I was lying to my younger son, Joven, about why I was always crying, and everything I had learned from Bob flew right out the window. My husband and I took Jathan everywhere for help, and we were determined to get him healed of this quote-unquote anxiety that the doctors had labeled him with. I remember going to see social workers, cognitive behavior therapists to help him, but nothing worked. Jathan just didn't fit in there at school. He loved more hands-on learning, free-based learning. In hindsight, I should have looked into Montessori-based schools when he was starting daycare. Montessori is a totally different way of learning than the normal school system. He always told me that he felt lots of negativity when in school, like a bad energy. And Joven, who is such a happy and friendly boy, was being bullied that year. And nothing was being done about it. I cracked. I broke down. I couldn't take it anymore. My husband and I decided that our kids' mental health was more important than being in school. And so we did the unthinkable. We pulled both of our kids from school to homeschool. Now let me make this clear. I am not a teacher. The harder I tried to make a school set up at home, the worse it all got. All the homeschool groups I was part of told me to just forget about teaching for the first six months and just be a happy family and have fun. They told me to de-school the kids. So that's what we did. When the following September rolled around, I started our school term again, and it was great for a month. And then it went straight to hell in a handbasket. I was a failure once again. What was I going to do? How would I educate my kids? For those of you who may be listening and homeschooling your kids, good for you. That's amazing. But I just could not do it. But for me, I went back to the drawing board. I started researching other ways to teach my kids. Online classes, free classes, through the library, Khan Academy, Outschool.com, and unschooling jumped off the page at me. Letting my kids' interests pave the path for their education and letting life skills play a major role in their learning? Sure. Let's give this a try. Sounds fun to me. It was always my dream to travel the world and teach my kids along the way and have them learn through life experience in different countries. Let's learn about the culture. Let's learn about the food, the music, the language. But I had no idea there was actually a name for it. And there is. It's called unschooling. 
So as we set our sights on unschooling, I started a home business as a brand ambassador with a health and wellness company. Again, I was feeling scared. I was completely clueless. And I was really embarrassed about starting this business. But I was also very determined. I missed working so much, and I still wanted something for me. After the first four months of not doing much with my business, I started to see I was a hypocrite. I kept telling my kids to try something new. I always told my boys, it's okay to be nervous, just do it anyway. Failure is just learning. So I put my money where my mouth was and I pushed through my own fear and worked my business. I was talking to new people, I learned to go live on Facebook and Instagram, and I was helping other women to get out of their own way and out of their own comfort zone. And I was really loving it. By two years into my business, I earned a huge bonus and I was in the top 2% of the company. I was very excited and thought, I have finally arrived. But there it was, the little voice in my head saying, there is something big out there for you, Maria. You've got to go find it. Not knowing where exactly I should start looking, I decided to pull out my Bob Proctor material from five years earlier to go through the program again. Just as I was pulling out all my binders, the universe put me in touch with an amazing woman who is a top coach in Bob Proctor's company, and she invited me to study with her. There was no real thought required for this decision. I jumped right in. This was going to be the key to building my business bigger, to help my kids and me do some really big things with our life. And it's done just that. The last nine months have been incredible. I have 100% changed as a woman and mother. My confidence has increased, my goals are bigger, and my circle of friends are completely different. Now, I meditate. I visualize. I read books again. I write affirmations. And I mastermind. I see my kids and my life through different eyes now. 2020 was an insane year for the world. But for me, it was the biggest growth period. And I see nothing but goodness and opportunities ahead. And that's the reason for this podcast. You see, I'm not special. I'm no more educated or knowledgeable than you are. I have had the same overwhelming feelings and doubt and the same grief and loss as most other women. But I had a vision and a desire to make a change for myself and my family, and the universe put it all out there in front of me, and it puts it there for you too. I've just trained myself to see it, and it's my goal to teach you how to see it too. If someone would have said to me 10 years ago that they could teach me how to manifest the life of my dreams and become the woman I really wanted to be, I would say they were crazy. But today, I'm doing just that. It doesn't matter where you are in your life. You can start right now to become the woman you have always wanted to be. In upcoming episodes, we will talk about confidence, affirmations, self-image, goals, and so much more. I look forward to meeting you here again next week on Manifesting Mama. And I invite you to join my free Facebook group called Born for Success, where we can personally connect through a private message and you can tell me what resonated most with you from this episode. Let's grow together on Manifesting Mama.